Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Monday, July 20th. Yes, it is a Monday. We're recording on a Monday. Get over it. Uh, This is episode 34, and coming up on today's show, we are going to be giving our first impressions of Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Sony has been increasing production of the PlayStation 5, and Microsoft is bringing xCloud to Game Pass. We will be talking about all of that and more in just a sec, but for now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Ignacio Rojas. Hey, how's it going, Kyle? It's going pretty good, man. Uh, I I had a weird day yesterday. Yeah? Uh, had some family stuff come up in the morning so i had to postpone the review show uh and then by the like the end of that day or or i guess like mid-afternoon i started to like not feel well Mm -hmm. and that's when you and i were going to record cross play but uh that is why we are here on a monday but besides that i'm feeling much better okay good to hear yeah what's up with you What's been uh, going on in the world of Ignacio? Not much. Yeah, like I said before, I'm I'm in vacation, and so vacation during the times of coronavirus is it means it's very uneventful. Very much is just I wake up very late, I eat lunch, I maybe I'll work out for an hour or so. I'll take a shower. Okay. Um, okay. not much after that. <laughs> Sounds like a good life. What, yeah. what you need to do since you probably, like, can't go out to the pool or, or something, you need to mm-hmm. just, like, buy a kiddie pool and, like, fill it up and sit out there with, like, a giant margarita or, or, some, or something. Yeah. I don't know if that would work right now because, like I said last week, it's uh, winter over here. So yeah. that would be pretty cold if I were to jump on a pool I guess right so. Now. I guess so. I mean, you could put hot water in the pool. Yeah, make it a hot tub. Like, it's a kind of the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Why not? Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Let's see. Let's let's dive right into some of the games, because I'm excited to talk about these. Yeah. I will start, uh, since you guys are sick of me hearing, or sick of me telling you all about gears tactics the last thing that i will say is that i finally beat it Um, finally yeah so did it on my second try after respecking all of my characters so yeah so done with that much at the end right oh yeah 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 i I was on the final boss fight and lost last week and i was pissed off because it was it just seemed like I was like, this is impossible. Holy moly. Uh, but I looked up some stuff and they were like, yeah, you needed to have spec your characters a certain way to get certain abilities. And if you don't have those, you're basically fresh out of luck. So did that. Good riddance. But it's still good, good, game. I would still yeah. say go, go check it out. Go play it. Okay. Gameplay is a lot of fun. Uh, besides that, I also beat Portal. Mentioned nice. last week that I started playing that with my girlfriend. I was hoping to have gotten that all done in one sitting, 
but unfortunately, I started to get like really motion sick. Oh, yeah. We only did, so I had to stop. And then we went back to it this week, and we had like half an hour left. <laughs> yeah. And at that at at that point, it's just like, God damn it! Like, why couldn't have <laughs> I just lasted half an hour longer? Yeah, but, uh, Portal One. It's a beating it on one sitting is is pretty doable. But yeah, yeah, I get it. That that's one game that you for sure, if you can get motion sick, you will get motion sick with that game. Yeah, like it's it's not even that bad of like like it's it's not one I would expect to get motion sick in. But I think yeah. it was just it was like the perfect storm for me, where it was a mix of like the older three D graphics and using a mouse and keyboard to move really fast. Uh, mm-hmm. and I hadn't eaten much that day and it was hot in the room and I was just like, I don't feel good. Yeah. But done with that, uh, which is that that was my first time playing it. Wait, I, wait, uh, what? Yeah. That was my first time playing portal. I, oh, right. Yeah. You did say it. I've, I've played the second one and I love yeah. that one. And so once I was ca- kind of midway through portal, it was just like, oh, this is just the same game, but shorter and smaller that makes sense yeah um, portal one is pretty much like a pr- proof of concept for portal two yeah and portal two yeah. takes portal one and then makes a whole game out of it exactly so uh eventually i'll replay portal two because my girlfriend really li- liked it she mm-hmm. uh hadn't heard the the cake is a lie joke <laughs> and all that stuff but it's a strange week to have played that g- g- game considering all of the videos that are are, are like oh, look right. it's toilet paper but it's cake <laughs> okay that... <laughs> people are insane people are going insane during quarantine i mean like i i understand the like hey i guess i could learn to cook and stuff yeah. like that but like those videos aren't necessarily new like i, I kind of remember yeah. those from a few years ago mm-hmm being like, whoa, it was a shoe, but it's actually a cake. Oh, my God. But, yeah. yeah. Weird, weird time. Some some, some t- times you just, like, go on Twitter and it's just like, what are people into? Like, this is so strange. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, beat both of those g- games. Uh, but then I also got to play Paper Mario. Okay, tell me about it, because I want to play Paper Mario, but I'm waiting a bit for it. But I, I'm curious about the game. How is it? Uh, so I'm I'm enjoying it for the most part. Um, I, I, I think it's super relaxing. It's super charming. Uh, the writing is really funny. And I, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it. I think it's a great palate cleanser. Uh, especially <laughs> after after all the violence of yeah. Gears ta- tactics and all of uh, the Last of Us Part Two and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, it's it's just it's adorable and it's fun. Um, the one thing that I'm not liking so far is the battle system, um, especially the boss fights. Why uh, too easy, too hard, too what? Well, so it's the the like the normal fights 
um they're they're more like puzzles than they mm-hmm. are actual like rpg style turn based combat um okay. and it is all right I, I guess to to back things up paper mario um you know it's it, 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 everything is made to look like it's 2d pieces of paper and the game starts out with mario and luigi going uh to peach's castle or the origami festival uh and then shortly after that is when things go wrong and the and the game starts but when you get into battles you are standing in the center of this like circular stage right it looks kind of like a dart board and you are standing on the bullseye and bad guys will come in at certain uh parts and then will move around on the board and then your goal is to line them up or group them in certain ways uh in 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 ways that your attacks will then do the most damage you you Mm -hmm. have to stomp attack or like mario's jump uh but he will if you line them up in a perfect line you can jump from bad guy to bad guy and damage them them all as long as they're consecutive so if you have two of them lined up and then a space and a third one it will only do those first two because there's no one in that third space there. Mm. Um, and then you also have a hammer attack that if you get uh, a group of four of them, two by two, and they have to be uh, close to you. Like they have to be in the, squ- in the squares right next to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, so you, you have uh, like... Y- like from where you're standing, you have these like concentric circles, and then it's also kind of divided up like pieces of a pizza, right? So it <laughs> kind of makes a dart board hucking thing, and you can twist the concentric circles, help line them up, or you can um, deal with the kind of like straight rows where you can. Uh, so, for example, if I have, like, d- directly in front of me, if I have three bad g- g- guys in the farthest spaces b- b- back, and then the one right in front of me is a- 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 empty, but in the line right behind me, I have three empty spaces and then one bad guy in the farthest space, I can move it so, so that everyone in the line in front of me moves up. And the g- g- guy that's behind me is then transported behind the, the, them because it's all mm. on one line there. So that by itself is not that bad. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you have 60 seconds. It mm-hmm. has a timer. And the timer just makes it super stressful to kind of figure it out. If if, if I c- c- could sit there and be like, okay, if I rotate that one twice and then move this section so that they all line up, then like I, 
I can do that. It's you know like it's it's not that bad. It's not d difficult at all. And for the like first hour or two, it's all it's all stuff that you can solve in like one rotation or or something. You know, so it's like mm -hmm. this is super simple. But once it starts getting a little bit more complicated, and they start introducing bad guys that certain weapons can't attack or stuff like that, you have to start thinking about it a little bit more complicated solutions. Stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's just it's stressful to be like, shit, I have 60 seconds to figure this out. And if you don't do it in 60 seconds, um, then you you have to uh, you you have to start att attacking with that. Mm -hmm. The things might not be lined up. You might not be able to kill all the bad guys on time, and then you get more damage dealt to you because they will start att attacking you. Um, and so yeah, it's just it's it's a little bit stressful, but it's not that bad. Um. Mm. So the I, boss fights, though. Oh, uh, go ahead. No, uh, is that uh, I've seen only from a few trailers that uh, they like what you're describing the mm -hmm. battle, the way you fight. Yeah. And one of my questions was that, or one of my problems was that it felt like you could just line. Or put all of them in whatever position that you want. So my question is, if you had unlimited time, could you put all of the enemies in the position that you would want you that you want? Or is there like I can can't make certain moves or so I cannot like them always how I want? Um so you can put them wherever you want, but that's not necessarily the best thing to do. There, there, there is a clear solution of mm -hmm. like, hey, if you line all of these characters up, you can kill all four of them in one hit. Uh, and if you know, it's, it's like, if, hey, if if I had three of them lined up, but one was on the side, mm -hmm. then maybe only two of them would die. Or, or or something, and then I there's more bad guys attacking me. I'd have to wait for my next turn to then see if I could line that those ones up. So it's just like if 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 you don't get the solution that they want you to get, the battle mm -hmm. will last longer. You will take more damage. You'll probably have to use some of your healing items, but it. It will still be fine. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh man, I ran out of t time and didn't solve it, or I accidentally hit the wrong thing, you know. And it's just like, ah, oh, shit. All right, well, I have to work with what I have. But you theoretically, theoretically, could put any enemy in any position that you would want. Pretty much, yeah. Um, okay. You, you, you do have the. Besides that 60-second timer, you also have a certain number of moves you can make. So it's like, okay, you have 60 seconds to make three rotations or like three changes to the enemy position. 
and if get you out. end up on something that's not super favorable then yeah you know you'll you'll get hit and stuff like that mm. but okay it's 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 not that bad it's just like i i wish there was an option to turn the timer off and i could just look at it and figure it out and be like all right yeah it's that one one hit kill mm. fuck off damn <laughs> goomba you know um but yeah it's, it's it's not that bad but they flip it and they switch it for boss battles mm. boss battles are kind of a challenge and on one hand i like it but my kind of thing is like this is a mario game like your main t- target is mostly younger kids this is kind of kind of challenging so for Mm. the boss fight the boss is in the center of Mm -hmm. the ring and you are on the outside and instead of like you manipulating or rotating the circles and stuff like that you still kind of have to do that but placed all around the map are these arrows and you have to, if you step on an a- a- arrow, mm-hmm. uh, you go in the direction that the arrow is pointing. Um, and if you step onto the stage and there's nothing there, then you trip and fall flat on your face and you lose <laughs> your turn. So you have to set it up so Ma- Mario steps down onto an a- a- arrow and then maybe that arrow will take him halfway around the ring until he hits another arrow that points him closer to the bad guy that then goes down to the like centric or the like second concentric circle outside of the bad guy and then he has to go you know around two spaces and 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 stuff like that on top of that, there are you can only attack the boss if you end up landing on an attack square or an attack tile thing. Mm-hmm. So you, again, you have to k- kind of manipulate the pieces of the b- b- board to put that square, that attack square behind the bad guy or wherever you need it to be, um, and then manipulate the arrows so that mario will step on them and will automatically navigate to that spot but again you still only have like 60 seconds yeah and so it like it's it's challenging there there are some some times where i thought i had figured it out and solved it and somehow it was like whoa wait what how come he tripped and hit that square like he's not some (laughs) uh like what the fuck um and yeah, you just have to like hope you figure it out and stuff. Like it, like w- with that sixty second <laughs> timer, there's a lot of me just being like, "Well, I hope this works out," you know. And, yeah. and I, I, I hope, I hope I can have enough healing I- 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 items in stock that I can make it happen. Or um, there are other squares on the or that have health on them so if you are you know on your way from one arrow to the next you can also uh, hit a square that has a heart and you'll 
you, you, you gain some health. There's squares that let you attack t twice, uh, or squares that let you make an extra like rotation to the 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 circles and and mm -hmm. and, st and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a uh, it's challenging and a little bit frustrating. <laughs> to be like god why is this so challenging when everything else is just like so simple yeah i'm looking at gameplay right now for for our boss and yeah it does look a bit challenging and especially with the timer and with the limited amount of of yeah. ring moves that we have it does seem quite the challenge like yeah. you have to pretty much visualize the path that you want before even selecting what what ring you want to Turn. right like it, it it would be super helpful if it at least like showed what path you would be currently taking like mm -hmm. if you set them up and it had like a dotted line or something of like this is where mario will go so you can at least like visualize it but yeah. there's nothing and so you just mm -hmm. have to hope that it's the right thing i mean it's not too difficult to like see but it's still it's still j j just like some sometimes you think you got it and it's just like yeah. oh, fuck um yeah so besides that though i'm super enjoying it uh it's yeah it, it's fun it's the cute mario gameplay that you would kind of expect mm -hmm. um there's not really a challenge to it besides <laughs> the combat so <laughs> yeah like i'm i'm thankful that there it is a challenge but then i just kind of wonder like i i don't think there was difficulty options i don't uh like it, i i just worry about younger kids getting stuck yeah and I mean, not guess, really being able to figure it out nintendo games never have really any difficulty settings to be honest not really yeah which but yeah to to your argument that you are surprised that a, a Mario game has this level of challenge. I would say that this isn't your typical Mario game that is meant for like younger kids. I would say yeah. that the other element of it being an RPG kind of like ups the challenge. I would say, granted, it it is probably baby's first RPG, but pretty still much an yeah. RPG would come with a bigger challenge than say a platformer. Oh sure, sure. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm thankful that that challenge is is in there because at first I was mm -hmm. just kind of like mindlessly going th yeah. through it, and then the boss fight came, and I was like, oh shit, I'm actually getting my butt whooped. Like, uh, I need to like figure this out. <laughs> yeah, um, that that was one of my yeah. worries with the game that it would be too easy. But listening to you talking about the challenge of the at least the fights. It is getting me more excited. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not it's 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 not it's not too difficult, but mm -hmm. it's still enough where it was like, okay, I I have to pay attention to yeah. what this is. So, it's good. I'm enjoying yep. it right now. So, uh, without spoiling, I've beaten the first boss or like, or like the the first two b b b b bosses, which has done like the first section. Of the map, mm -hmm. and I think there's like five or six. So, uh, yeah, it does seem like there is a good amount of bosses. Yeah, from what I can see here. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of 
difficult and challenging. You wanna? Oh, do you want me intru- <laughs> You want me to introduce? It? I well, you, it sounded like you were segwaying into something, I was, so I was like, okay, Ignacio's got it, take it away. Uh, yeah, sure. so Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, dude, I'm excited to t- talk about this one because I also got to play a bunch of this. So, where are you in the game? How how long have you gotten to play? Uh, the thing is that story-wise, I think that I've advanced pretty little. Like all things considered, I think. Like you're still in you Act have, One. Oh yeah, I'm still in Act One. Is that okay? Cool. So Same if yet. you don't know, the game has like different types of missions. You have your main story missions, then you have your Stories of Tsushima, I think they're called. Something like that. And then you have, like, tales. More mystical stuff. More, like... like yeah, they, uh, they don't really... Someone tells you a folk story, and you have to figure out what, what's up. Yeah, like, they don't really call things like, oh, here's your main mission, or here's your story yeah. mission. But it's that there, there are certain objectives that you have to do, and yeah, they call certain things... Tales, because I, I, I guess it's like a more legendary thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yes, I remember the tale of the ghost. Yeah, like, there was this one of the of a guy that what fought these lightning creatures. So that was the the tale that mm-hmm. they told you, and so it's about this other guy that wanted to learn a special attack that this guy made. So the whole mission is tracking this guy down and eventually you do get to where the supposedly folk hero like lived and trained and what whatever mm-hmm. and yeah it, the, the game does this thing where it kind of plays on on it it gets a bit towards the fantastical but not too much where it can you can still have an argument on no this is just there's nothing but fantastical here is just people seeing something where it, where it isn't. Right. So I like that the game does that. It does kind of try to blur the line on on the what's real and what isn't. What is supernatural supernatural and what isn't. So backing up again just a bit. Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima is the new PlayStation 4 exclusive uh from Sucker Punch Studios. They did uh the, inf- the infamous games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you are one of two survivors from this Mongolian invasion. Uh, it's you and your uh, 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 uncle, who is like the big samurai lord, yeah. uh, and he has been captured and kidnapped, and you need to go get him back, uh, but you are not strong enough to do that right away, so you kind of got to go bolster up your strength and find some new allies and mm-hmm. learn some new techniques and stuff like that um at at at, at, at least that's how the g- 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 game starts out yeah um, so where i was going before is that uh your mission at first is that you are supposed to go out and recruit people to help you save your uncle because right. you're supposed to be the last surviving samurai on tsushima and so that's your first mission. So where I was going was that I haven't been doing many story missions, mm-hmm. quote unquote story missions, because there are 
main missions there. You can clearly tell which ones are main missions. But I've been, I've done like say two, three main story missions, but I've been doing several what you would call side missions. Yeah. And the reason what I, why I've been doing that, and it's something I don't usually do with games, because with games I w- I want to just mainly main main it. Just give me all the main missions. I don't want to do side missions because I don't want to get distracted. But I've been doing these side missions because in my head, since his goal is to find more allies, in a way it doesn't feel like I'm doing side missions. It's like it feels yeah. like I'm doing what his goal is. I'm I'm going for that goal even though they are side missions. Okay. So I've been doing those sense. mostly. That makes sense. How much yeah, have I'm, you done? I'm loving the game. I I am I am enamored this game. Um, yeah. I I've done like the first two of those story missions and I've completed them because um, I think you only need to do that first bit of the, the mission to like recruit them, but they still have sure, like, yeah. Extra things you can do after that to continue the, 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 that story and like get more of like who is this character that mm-hmm. I just rec- recruited uh, and stuff like that. So I've done the first two, I've completed those, but yeah, I'm kind of playing the same way. Like I'm just doing a bunch of the side missions and exploring and mm-hmm. stuff like that because this is a beautiful oh, game. Oh yeah, very pretty, very art, artful game. Like everywhere you look at it, it's just so beautiful. Which, one thing that I love about this game is it forces you to kind of slow down and pay mm-hmm. attention to the, your surroundings and yeah. stuff like that. Um, in in the sense that uh, the like guiding the guiding winds is how you kind of get your sense of direction. If yeah. If if you just stand still and you kind of look at all the trees and the particle effects, all the leaves blowing in the wind, the way that the wind is blowing is the direction of your next waypoint or mission or the, the, the thing that you have selected on your, your map as like, I want to get to this loca- location. Yeah, um, so the game doesn't have a, like, a waypoint system. It's, right. You just have your guiding win which right. to me is one of my biggest complaints with the game really being honest and I, I think i think a lot of people like it but i don't like it as much as a lot of people okay. because one of my main complaints with it and it's something that i said even when we first saw that mechanic on one of the presentations was that it gets a bit confusing as to where you have to go even with the wind because the the wind isn't really telling you where to go. It works more as a compass. It's still, right, it tells yeah. you you have to go this direction. So m- one of my main concerns was that if I fear that it would get a bit confusing where you had to go because the wind isn't telling you much as to where you have to go. It just tells you a, a direction. And something that actually happened to me was that I had to go to this one place and... On the road, I had the option of either going up or going down. And I didn't yeah, like know. It, it's, I couldn't tell which way I had to go because 
the the wind just was was just telling me go forward, but I didn't know if I had to go up or down, and I ended up going up, and it, it turned out to not be the right way. Yeah, yeah, it it happens. Um, I've 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 had that happen too, but I think the game does a really good job of making you want to explore, yeah. and just kind of dick around and be like, ooh, a fox. I'm I'm going to go follow the fox, you know? Yeah, uh, or all these birds. Yeah, the, the birds. birds too, because the, there's tons of little side missions all scattered throughout. There's sh- shrines that uh, you can find if you follow the foxes. There's these places where you can compose haikus uh, if you oh, follow the birds. Yeah, so there's... Um, I, th- I think it's shortly after one of like the second or third mission you do with um i don't uh i think his name is ishikawa he was the archer yeah guy it's like the second or third mission that you do with him uh after you complete that section of the mission there's a guy like standing on a rock not far from you and he's just sitting there and I went up up to him, and he was writing a poem or something. And he's like, "You should try it." Uh, and then, it, like, to compose a haiku, you sit down on the spot, and you like look out at nature, uh, and it <laughs> comes up with a screen of basically what you're seeing, and it will give you a prompt like, "Reflect on fear." And then you have to look around in the environment, and there's a couple uh, like button inputs that you can focus on, and it will give give you, uh, you know, a a phrase for the first line of the poem. So you pick the one you want, and then it goes to a new scene, and then you pick the one you Mm. want, and it goes to a new scene, and then you pick the one you want, and then it comprises the poem. Uh, and each one I've done, I've gotten a headband from, which I don't think the headbands do anything. It's just like, you now have the headband of courage, or you now have the headband of fear, or you now, you know, um, there's, there's stuff like that. But yeah, like it forces you to slow down and just explore Mm. and yeah, which I, I, I like, I really enjoy that, but. I, th- I think you make a great point with yeah it's it's basically a compass mm-hmm. um it's not uh like hey go up here follow that path turn left down that way it's just like go straight in that direction yeah so you many times it, in, oh well so many times it has happened to me where i'm following the wind and i just get to an edge uh very high of a very high place so i can't oh, just man. jump down keep following forward i I did that and I didn't see the ledge, and me and my horse just dove the hell off of that. Oh yeah, thing. No, that happened to me. I <laughs> I thought I was so much lower to the gr- closer to the ground, so I just jumped and nope, I was pretty up high. And l- let me g- guess, I am using my psychic powers to uh, reveal and guess that you probably named your horse Sora. Am I right? Uh, I named it the one that meant sky, so I'm guessing Sora means sky. I think it was that 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 one. Yeah, 
that's the one I, huh. I named my my horse too because I was like, hey, Kingdom Hearts. I know it has nothing to do with this, but Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh, I thought you were right. Sorry, it's like I'm Kingdom Hearts. No, I didn't make any connection when I when I chose the name. Oh well, huh. that's what I was. Yeah, because thinking. when you said, "Oh, I'm gonna guess which one you chose," I thought you you said Sora because of of Digimon. Oh, because <laughs> Sora was also the guy from. <laughs> well, Kingdom yeah, Hearts. that 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 would make sense too. But no, yeah, no, I chose the one that meant sky because I thought a horse, and uh, sure, sky. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, how how are you liking the combat in this game? I like it for the majority of it. Like I, I like the the actual combat itself. Actually, mm -hmm. fighting and blocking and changing your stance depending on the on the type of enemy that you have. I've been getting more. I've been getting better at changing my stance depending on the enemy. Yeah. The one problem I have is that the game doesn't have a lock-on system, and it gets pretty annoying. <laughs> Most of the time, so not yeah. being able to lock on. This is something that a lot of people have mentioned mm -hmm. online, and I have to say, yeah, at first I was baffled by this. Just like, why the hell do they not have a lock on button? Because yeah, the camera gets you know stuck behind a tree or something, and you can't see, or your character is kind of, like your your character will soft lock on to someone. Very but soft. it won't change the camera angle. Yeah. So you could technically be locked on to someone with your with your character facing. Yeah, I mean, the, I guess the character is locked on, but the camera isn't. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a little bit challenging. Mm -hmm. Um. But I know there's a ton of upgrades and stuff like that that do kind of alleviate that. Mm. Um. Whether it's the standoff mechanic, uh, which is neat, I I like. Yeah, that I like one. it. You, you can run up on some bad guys and be like, "Hey, come at me, bro!" Uh, and and then they'll they'll send someone to fight you, and you have yeah, to. Yeah, they hold always down send the... someone. Why would you do that? God, I don't know, man. Uh, why would you agree? For honor, that's why. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, at first you can only kill one person with that mechanic but i think by time you upgrade it fully you can do like four or five characters i don't know uh i've i've gotten it to where i can kill two um, oh really yeah yeah so hmm. i i, I like when i kill that first guy uh mm -hmm. my character keeps the sword up in the air and then someone else will rush at at at, at me and then I have to hit the attack button once more, and it will kill, oh, kill, kill him. Um, yeah, and so like I, I think as you get better with those skills, like you can take out a whole gr group of them, you know, without actually needing to fight, right? Mm. Um, stealth is not great in this game, but it's not broken. Right, yeah. so you can kind of stealth kill one or two people. Um, I've unlocked the kunai, the yep. throwing knives and stuff, uh, and I just upgraded them so they have double damage. So I think mm. I can kill people with them now that I hit them. Um, 
but yeah, that's the thing where it's it's like I like you get enough weapons and things in your arsenal or multiple stances and like oh if you dodge now you have a dodge that will let you roll or a dodge yeah. that will let you counter attack immediately or you know st- st- stuff like that so i think you get enough stuff in your arsenal that you will eventually not need it mm. i'm halfway there I, and I'm, I'm starting to be like I, I like like I still kind of wish there was one, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like I I I actually don't know if I need one. Mm. I just need to get better at the combat. I don't know. I see your point, but it's just that there are times where it will be inevitable that you will have to even fight a big group of people and yeah. There are times where you have to fight people while being inside, and that means that your camera will end up behind a wall, and yeah. the, so you can't see your enemy. So in those times, it does get pretty annoying that you have to manually move the camera to see who you're fighting. Yeah. So going back to stealth, how are you playing it? How are you playing the game? Are you being the more honorable samurai going... <sighs> looking at your enemy in the eyes when you kill them or are you being a coward i (laughs) um i i i don't think the stealth in this game is good enough for me to really want to play stealthily Mm. um i've i've done it on a couple of the places that i've come across like there's uh like throughout the map there is a couple like outposts that will be like this Mm -hmm. is mongol territory uh but then i came across one that was like a fortress like Mm -hmm. this was like the mongol base and i went in with that one and did that one entirely with stealth um Mm. so you you can do it but like yeah like i i i don't know if it's really good enough for me to really want to do that because mm-hmm. once you get into grass or you break the line of sight they immediately stop looking for <laughs> you uh once you get above their eyesight like if you get on a r- rooftop they can't chase you so they'll just sit there and be like hey Wait, what come down from there i've been chased up rooftops really yeah Cause I like, yeah, I've, I've done that. And they, they like stopped and was like, Hey, come down here. This is this instant. Don't do that. You're no, in t- I, time. I, out. I, have been, I have been chased sub rooftops. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe no, there, I there just was this one mission. Cowards. Where, there was this one mission where it, it's the mission that you and the archer have to infiltrate this fortress. Mm-hmm. And so I failed miserably at being stealthy there. So every time you have to restart the mission, I, as soon as I got close, everyone would come at me. Mm-hmm. So in my many attempts of finishing that, I ended up several times on the rooftops, and they would chase you up there and kill you. Interesting. Yeah. No, okay. And speaking of speaking of killing, I love the how they do you dying, where they they get your health down, but you're not dead dead. Yeah. But if you don't have the ability to actually pull yourself up from almost dying. I love how they they have animations for your enemies to actually kill you in a certain way. 
yeah. whether it is that they kick you around on or if there is a guy with a with a spear he would just impale you or a guy with a hammer he would just mutilate you i love yeah. the death animations which is something you can do to them too some sometimes yeah. you will get their health down so much that they can't do anything and so they'll just be mm-hmm. on the ground crawling and you can hit square to i think it says like end, end their misery yeah end their misery yeah um, and what you'll you'll stab them and stuff like yeah. that but yeah like i'm i'm liking the combat i i think mm-hmm. because the game really really focuses on like hey slow down pay attention stuff like that i'm starting to get it and i'm starting to understand it mm-hmm but that's uh, like also coming from someone who does not like souls like combat which mm. i don't think this is there like this yeah. is not a souls like yeah, game but it has there, certain, but kind of there. it has certain things yeah that are reminiscent yeah. of yeah that, it kind of reminds me of jedi fallen order yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but I, I i think i'm really starting to get it whereas like with jedi I really wanted to just go in there like lightsaber swinging, flopping all (laughs) over the place. And I didn't want to slow down and make really calculated strikes. Mm -hmm. But then as a samurai, like that's what they do. That's what I know them to do, right? Like if you've seen like Ruroni Kenshin, right? He just does the like one strike and he'll beat someone. It's just like, what the fuck? How did he do that? <laughs> like yeah. that it's with this gameplay that I'm really j- j- just like, okay, stand here with my g- guard up, wait for them to attack. If they do the attacks with the like thing that I can dodge and counter it, then I'll hit the dodge button. And then start at- attacking. Um, I'm mm. still terrible at parrying. Um, oh yeah, no. that's one of my problems. That. I feel like the window for for parry is so small. Oh yeah, like, especially compared to Jedi Fallen Order, where I got pretty great at countering their attacks. I think that now for Ghost of Tsushima, the window is so small. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm just keeping my guard up and waiting for that orange light to come on, dodging mm-hmm. and then at- attacking them that way. But yeah. at the start, I-, I was still like, all right, I I would dodge, but I'd hit the dodge button like five times just to make sure, and then I would just you know keep mashing the attack button, and that worked. And then I upgraded my dodge so that if you double tap the dodge button, he rolls. Mm. And so then he was too far from the bad guy to attack them. I was like, ah, all right, so now I have to get used to only hit the dodge button yeah, once. That's one of my problems, too, is that I kind of wish I didn't upgrade it to, the, to where if you double tap, you roll. Because most of the time, I just want to move out of the way. But I always yeah. end up pressing the button way too many times, so I end yeah. up just rolling too far away. You just have to slow down and be like, all right, yeah. once, and then attack. You know? Yeah. So. But going back to my question of how you're playing it, I'm playing it more like how a samurai would do it, 
where you I just go in and then your best face man to everyone. fight me. Yeah. <laughs> just stand up with anyone and just look at them in their eyes when I kill them. Yeah, like, I like I I want to play like that, but mm-hmm. then also knowing that if I walk in like one of the fortresses and do, <laughs> do that, there's gonna be like thirty people there and I'm just like, fuck hey. no. <laughs> Anyone who who wants a piece of it, I come at me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm a huge fan of stealth in video games. But yeah, same yeah I, I just found myself where in this game where they put such a like such uh heavy heaviness on the decision of going and being uh, stealthy with your kills. Like that's making me want to not Try, like in a way, not trying to break the code of the samurai. Wait, so, so you you're you're saying they they think they're trying to push you to be more stealthy? Well, yeah, because just I don't know if it happened to you, but one time where I I I just went in a, a bit stealthy, so I I killed a guy from up high. Uh-huh. So when I did that, it triggered a cutscene where it right. was Jin remembering his uncle telling him about how that's the coward's way. Yeah. And so, yeah, I do think that the game is, in a way, telling you, hey, this isn't right. You doing it this way isn't the honorable way. Right, yeah. So, yeah, in, in a sense, I'm I feeling more that I, I should I should face them head on, not being okay. as, as stealthy because of, because of Jean's code of being a samurai. Okay, Even so though I don't think that... Not- pushing you towards stealth no i mean the game doesn't punish you either way but i do feel like because of who Jean is i feel like i i have a, a moral obligation to do it that way yeah I like i i i'm feeling that too i i think it's actively p- p- pushing you away f- f- from stealth but at the same time it's being like hey here's throwing knives here's a smoke bomb here's a yeah. grenade you know, you know like it's Giving you all of these dishonorable, yeah, but throwing knives, you you also use dishonorable things, right? But like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm actively feeling like I should be more of a samurai, but then I'm disappointed that it's not, like the game isn't necessarily reacting to how I play. Mm. It's it's not like oh you you have acted dishonorably this whole time, and so. Therefore, you are a, you know, you're no longer a samurai, you know, like the, there, it, it doesn't feel like there's consequences except mm-hmm. for them trying to guilt trip you. Like, yeah. Oh, that's dishonorable. I mean, for sure, it isn't like Infamous, which is a game that Sucker Punch, uh, a game series that Sucker Punch made, where they did show you the consequences of you doing either good things or bad things and mm-hmm. uh, making you know the consequences and push you one way or the other. Yeah. I don't think that the, this game is trying to do that. I think that, like we said, it, it is kind of guilting you towards being in such a way because that's what Gene believes in. So yeah. even though I don't think that you don't see any impact on the story, maybe, I do think that it is more of a the player's personal thing of how how you are reacting to what he's mm-hmm. going through the struggle of I want to be as the honorable samurai, but I, I am kind of being pushed towards 
not being that. So yeah. how do you struggle with it? I think it is more of a more of a personal player thing. Yeah. More than something that you see reflected on the game. That's that said, I think just in general they put so much into the sword combat and the multiple mm -hmm. stances and you know, you can upgrade the stances so that they yeah. they do certain things. Like I they put so much love and care into that that I think despite the guilt chirping, the the actual thing that is making me want to play more as a samurai is that the sword play is just so good. <laughs> but they also do... I, I do think that they did the same for stealth where you can actually upgrade and have you... If you silently kill someone, you can immediately kill someone else or you can upgrade your kunais yeah. or, or yeah, distract a guard or being trying to go unseen while moving through the rooftops. I, I do think that the game does also put yeah. emphasis on you being stealthy. It, it, yeah, it's not that they're ne neglecting it because they still have some fantastic stuff for, for mm -hmm. stealth. I, but just, I think in the long run, yeah, like it's not a stealth game, right? Sure. But it's, it's also not like wolfenstein's view of the stealth game right it's like that don't <laughs> who like sure you can take out as many of them as you can without them noticing you but then once you do get caught it's just like oh guns blazing whereas <laughs> this i think definitely gives you the options and gives you the tools yeah. but it's still it's still not great stealth hmm yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, I don't do much of the stealth in the game, so I can't really tell whether or not it is really that bad or not. From what I've done, it, it's okay. Yeah, I haven't it's had any problem. Fine. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you is that: Are you playing it? In which way are you playing it? Are you just English voices, English subtitles, Kurosawa mode, Japanese? Currently, I'm playing it with the English voice acting. Got it. Um, I kind of wanted to do that, at least for my first playthrough, to just mm -hmm. be like, I don't want to have to like read subtitles and miss out on all the b beautiful art and stuff like that. I just wanted to like understand it and be good with that. But, I yeah, I, I think I would absolutely love going back and using the Japanese voice track and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I've, I've heard Kurosawa mode is really cool, but then doesn't really fix things for color-based missions. Like, I've heard that there's missions <laughs> down the road that's like, hey, follow the blue flowers. Mm. And it's just like, it's in black and white, dude. How, like, <laughs> how do I know what the fuck a blue f flower is? <laughs> it's just like, well, figure it out. <laughs> How do you like the voice acting? Voice acting. Uh, so far, I'm really liking it. I I, mm -hmm. I stuck with the Ishikawa missions as far as I could go with them because mm -hmm. I really like that actor. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but he is in Lost. He plays uh, Miles' dad, dad, and he is the guy in all the Dharma Initiative videos. Uh, and yeah, they modeled his character to look like him. It's the same voice actor. 
and stuff. Um, I, I, I was like, oh, I like this guy. Thank God. Um, mm. But yeah, so far, so good. I've, I've heard people kind of complain that some of the English voice acting does not match up with the lip with the lip collapse. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I was going to say the opposite because I've been playing it with the Japanese voices. Okay. And so I was going to say one of my problems with it is that it felt like the Japanese voices weren't matching the lip flaps. Interesting. So I just thought that they, they it was just because the lip flaps were singing to the English voices, but I'm guessing not. They're not. Maybe I have it backwards then. I'm not sure. Mm, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I've been playing it with the Japanese voices and I I like them. I really like them and I do really feel like they fit the characters very well. And I think it being so so much said in Japan and Japanese culture and all that, I, I do think that having the English, uh, the Japanese voices right there, it, it just feels right. Mm-hmm. The only complaints I have is that, of course, I'm not a Japanese speaker, so I... I'm having to play it with the subtitles. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not a Japanese speaker, but I do mm-hmm. know certain words. So I... Hentai. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah? <laughs> sure, that's one of them. <laughs> but, you know, since I know certain words, I it does get pretty distracting, the fact that the subtitles aren't translations of the Japanese dialogue. It is clearly just subtitles for the English voices. Mm. And I even, I even, because I had the feeling that they had to be subtitles for the English voices. So I even went and changed the voices to the English track. And yeah, in fact, it is just subtitles for the English one. So it's just like that it isn't, even though, and I get why, I get why it would be subtitles for the english voices but the game when you start it out it gives you four options four core options as to the the voice and all of that and one of the options is japanese with subtitles so i thought that if they are going to make it an option because you can change it to whatever language you want but if they're going to make it a core option i would at least expect it to be that the subtitles are indeed a translation of the dialogue of the Japanese yeah. track. Interesting. So it does get a bit distracting sometimes. Especially when they when I know that they they use a certain word in the English one where in the Japanese track they didn't or they said it in a different way or the Japanese one said something but the English subtitles are adding more to it. Or that they the English dialogue isn't translating certain words, just keeping it with the Japanese name. It it does get a bit distracting sometimes. I good to know. Good yeah. to know. But yeah, that's last thing on Ghost of Tsushima. Um, how how are you enjoying the story so how far? So far, I'm liking it. Like I said, I haven't done more much of the core story, but yeah. what it, what is in there, and even the side missions, I've been doing a lot of side missions. I I really like them. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with the story. I don't think it's done 
anything spectacular yet mm-hmm. where it's like oh man i'm hooked from the story no like i i i think the story is good so far i'm mm-hmm. enjoying it but i think yeah it's really just the moment to moment like exploration and finding these interesting side missions and the way you find those side missions and stuff like that i i yeah i'm i'm just having a blast yeah or how you randomly just encounter i don't know the i don't know if you've encountered it but one time i was just crossing a bridge because i i wanted to get somewhere mm-hmm. so i had to cross a bridge but as soon as i did no i i wasn't even crossing the bridge i was in the river underneath the bridge and then all these archers started shooting at me and i couldn't tell where they were so what ah yeah what i, I had I to do is talking about yeah so it it's pretty much like two hills and on top of that it, there is a bridge so pretty much from both hills i had several archers shooting at me so I, what i had to do is pick one and go from the bottom up killing all these guys and cross the bridge and then go to the other one and from the top down starting to kill them but yeah then then after i killed them i realized that they apparently had ambushed this group of people this yeah. family so what i did was just i i saved these people from them and i thought yeah. it was pretty cool that i wasn't looking for for a story or whatever but i just encountered it, just it. on it yeah it just happened that's neat so i i found that same one i was about to cross that bridge and yeah i i was not in the river below but I was up above and they they stop you and they flag you down and they're like hey we need your 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 help we got ambushed by the mongols there down below us in the river Mm. uh our our son is still out there but he's hurt and they won't let us go get him and yeah they they were all just sitting there like firing their bows non-stop uh but from up on the hill like they didn't know that i was up there so i just stealth killed them all (laughs) yeah yeah it's good it's good it's It's good i'm enjoying it uh well let's see that uh, about wraps us up for what we've been playing so let's get into a little bit of housekeeping if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots you guys can go to thewhatnots.com to find out more information and see all of the stuff that we got. Uh, if you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, at our $3 tier, you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content uh, from all of our podcasts. Uh, and Ignacio and I still have to figure out what we want to do for our exclusive stuff on Patreon or Crossplay. Uh, so be on the lookout for that stuff. Hopefully down the road. I'm soon. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll we'll figure it out and report back. Uh, last but not least, though, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. Uh, thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out, keeping the mics on, and for supporting us so long. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, in fact, uh, we're having Sam on the review show this week. We talked about the movie Promare, the anime uh, from Studio Trigger. There, so that'll be good. That'll be fun. Uh, Be on the lookout for all of that stuff. But that about 
is that's that's it for housekeeping so ignacio let's move mm -hmm. on to the news of the week first up sony is increasing their production of playstation 5 this is coming from adam bankhurst at ign who writes sony is reportedly increasing its playstation 5 production uh, to 10 million units in 2020 as it sees the prolonged effects of COVID-19 pandemic boosting demand for gaming. As reported by the Nikkei Asian Review and Bloomberg, Sony had originally planned to produce 5 to 6 million consoles by the end of March 2021. But the change in demand due to the global pandemic has caused it to change course. Sony uh, is said to have have begun PlayStation 5 mass production in June and under the latest plan expects to assemble 5 million units by the end of September and another 5 million between October and December. What does this make you think, Ignacio? Uh... I mean, this is great. Sony, for a long time, has been talking about how they want the PS5 to release worldwide at the same time, as opposed to how they handle yeah. the PS4 launch. So at first, when we heard that that they were going to produce even fewer units than for one when they released the PS4, I think everyone was a bit concerned about getting their hands on one. But now that we know that they are going to produce even more units I mean, that's great that means that there's now a better chance that everyone who wanted one or who wants one will get one and i do think that these might be might have something to do with the fact that the asian countries have been going back to a certain level of normalcy one right now like japan is pretty much going back into a normal state yeah i don't know China, I think, also has things more under control around the country. So yeah. that means that now they have a better better capacity of producing, actually producing more units than what they might have thought of right before when everything was all locked down. And meanwhile, me here in the United States, we're just spiraling <laughs> out of control, man. Oh, God, Wild. how are you doing? It's, your country is doing so bad. Right uh, I don't, I don't even know, man. Uh, but yeah, so this is an interesting one because, yeah, I, I think there are now more people globally that are mm -hmm. kind of back to normal, like you said. Um, but it's it's going to be an interesting thing here in the United States. I'm wondering if sales here in the United States will be down. Actually, um, mm -hmm. I know they cite a boosted demand for or gaming but mm -hmm. i know that also unemployment is up in the union in the united states by a long mm -hmm. shot right so there's a lot of pe yeah. people who are trying to pinch their pennies and save and just pay rent right you know mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see I mean, I mean for the united states i think that even though it is going to be a worldwide release. I do not expect there to be... I do think that for those who want 
a PS5 at launch and who can afford it, I do think that they will be able to get a hands on on a console mm-hmm. because say even though it is going to be a worldwide launch, the United States will be still the main focus of most of their production. Mm-hmm. So even though maybe as you have to spread it around the world, the United States will see maybe fewer units going their way. I do think, like like you said, fewer people will be able to aff- actually afford one because yeah. of the coronavirus and unemployment and all that. So I do think that if you are in a position to actually get one and want one, I do think that you will be able to get one. Indeed. So the rest of the world, heard... I have no idea. Are 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 you thinking that it'll be easy for you to get one in? Chile? Uh, maybe because I don't know how many units we will actually get. I don't. I don't know historically how much we actually get, but I. I do think that if we get a good amount, I if if you want actually want one, you will be able to get one. Just because I do think that I have seen several times cases in where you would see certain consoles or whatever be in limited quantities or had to find in the United States where here I could just walk into whatever store I want and get one. It it has happened that before. So I don't know. It will depend on how much units actually come this way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh, So also this week, we kind of heard rumors of PlayStation 5 pre-orders starting to appear online, or at least like the information pages. Yeah. Didn't happen. However, uh-huh. uh, Sony might be limiting pre-orders to one console per household. Um, this information is coming from Matt Kim over at IGN, who writes... On Reddit, users who dug into the source code for Sony's direct.playstation.com, the company's hardware retail website, discovered new references to the PlayStation 5 that seem to indicate that Sony will limit PlayStation 5 orders to one per household. According to the user K. Garvey, source code in the PlayStation Direct website revealed an error message that could appear if customers attempt to order more than one PlayStation 5 console through the website. IGN verified the source code and can confirm its existence. Pretty funny that this exists in a way that people can actually test, theoretically trying to buy more than one. Yeah, I mean, so all they have to do is start digging yeah. th- through the website's code and stuff. But yeah, but, I mean, uh, it, again, like like I said before, with them having to spread the the units throughout the whole world, yeah. it does mean that in a certain way, the United States will get fewer units. So, to my argument before, where I I, I said that. If you want to get one, and if you can get one, you will get probably get one. I do think that this will help in that. Limiting yeah. it to one console per household. And hopefully this will also 
maybe decrease the amount of resellers that can actually get their hands on multiple units and then resell them on a higher price. Hopefully, yeah. sculptor. Hopefully, yeah. Right. At least it'll make the pr process longer for yeah. them. Right. More harder. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I. I think this is gonna help combat the yeah the the scalpers and resellers and and stuff like that and yeah we'll, we'll mm -hmm. help ensure that hey if you want one you'll probably get one mm -hmm. but we'll see yeah so i with all this i don't expect it to be a scenario similar to that of the Wii where people oh, no, were no. going crazy trying to find one uh, i do think that we it will probably be a smooth launch all things yeah. considered. Um, I, oh, sorry, go on. I, I was just going to say, I remember having to do, do that for my PlayStation 2. Like, call <laughs> the sto sto stores and be like, hey, do 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 you have one? But like, uh, no, sorry. And then when they finally did, I was like, great, hold it. I want that one. I will be right Damn. in. PS2? Man, you mm -hmm. Yep, back in the day, man. Wasn't man, even my old. first console. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and also something I, that I wanted to bring up was that you mentioned how people were going, no, not crazy, but rumors were floating that on a certain day, Sony w was just going to release the pre-orders. And so Sony eventually came out later and said that we will tell you in advance when pre-orders will go live. And I thought that was pretty, pretty neat to know. Interesting. You won't just get surprised one day and you look at Twitter and everyone calls what? Well, that's the thing. Like I, I feel like when they do finally announce that pre orders are 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 up and we know the price and stuff like that, I don't feel like they're necessarily gonna do a like video event thing, especially mm -hmm. since the price is kind of rumored to be kinda hefty. Um, mm. Like I, I don't think they want to recreate the meme of it is six hundred dollars, it is seven hundred dollars. You know, like I, I don't think they want that, and I think they would rather just put that information out as a blog post mm. or something. So in that sense, that really is the surprise, right? Of just them putting out the blog post, but. Maybe that means they'll be like, hey, we are going to be announcing this stuff on Thursday, you know, and then you have to wait a, a, a week or so, or so until that date. But I think no matter what they do, I think it's going to be happening real soon. So we, we got the, the yeah. Xbox uh, presentation this, this week. So we'll see what Xbox does. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Wondering if Sony will do something in response to that. Maybe. I, I think there is a rumor that there will be another state of play in August. So, yeah, okay. we'll probably we'll know more by then. Gotcha. Let's move on to number two. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft is ending the Xbox One X and Sad Edition production. Uh, this is coming from Ben Gilbert at Business Insider, who writes, Microsoft is thinning its expansive portfolio of Xbox consoles. Both the Xbox One X and Xbox One S all digital edition production runs are ending. 
Microsoft said in a statement sent to Business Insider on Thursday, Microsoft will continue to produce and offer the Xbox One S console, but the focus going forward is on next-gen Xbox Series X consoles. A natural step as both Sony and Microsoft shift to the next gaming generation. I was not expecting this one so soon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess so soon, yeah, you're right. But it does kind of make sense because I, before I was wondering where would the Project Lockhart, the long rumor Project Lockhart, feed into all of the Xbox consoles that there are. Because considering these two consoles, we would have had the One S, the One S All Digital Edition, the One X, Project Lockhart, and the Series X. That's five. So I would, yeah. So with the One X, I was wondering. So the Lockhart has to be more powerful than the One X, but we know that it will be less powerful than the Series X. So they have to find a middle in in there with the power specs and whatever. So I guess, I think discontinuing the One X makes sense to make room for the Lockhart, whatever that is. But the SAT edition over the One S, that's what I find weird. That's a little bit of an interesting one. Well, so yeah, like I I thought they would maybe get rid of the One S completely mm. and then have the One X be their new like low-end last gen console because I, I would expect them to lower the price you know when they announce mm-hmm. the new one um but i yeah i guess they are getting rid of the xbox one x and then keeping the regular one s and then lockhart is essentially replacing the one x mm. as their like mid-tier thing yeah who knows? We'll see. But yeah, that this one k- kind of came out of nowhere. I, I was expecting mm-hmm. this eventually, right? But like, not so soon. It's, especially since Xbox has all has has been about like, hey, it doesn't matter what you play on, right? Play yeah. on any of our consoles. Which you know, it's not like the the Xbox One X will just stop working. <laughs> they just are happening to stop <laughs> just making. This one, yeah. Sorry, good guys. Your consoles are now dead. They're <laughs> not going to work anymore. Yeah. One of the reasons I think that maybe why they're doing this so soon is that we all know that they, all of the one consoles aren't selling that well comparing, compared to the PlayStation 4s. Mm-hmm. So that's something we all know. So I'm guessing this is Microsoft just accepting defeat. I'm moving on and using whatever resources that would have gone towards producing all these consoles, rerouting them now towards producing more Series X consoles to have at launch. Yeah. So I guess that's why it could, they might have done it this early. Yeah, I I, I don't know if accepting defeat is maybe the right term, but mm. yeah, I I know what you, I, I know what you mean with that though. So. I think that makes sense yeah 
leads to me. Let's move on to number three here in our list of news stuff. I am super excited about this one. Game Pass is coming to X or <laughs> I had my things all mixed up there. X Cloud is coming to Game Pass. Uh, this is X Cloud is... coming to Game Pass or Game Pass going to X Cloud? Because I would say Game Pass is coming to X Cloud. I would say the opposite because they're I don't know. adding X Cloud to Game Pass. Is what this thing says. So yeah, but that uh, means that you can use X Game Pass on XCloud. Yeah, <laughs> but you can use the XCloud on Game Pass. <laughs> Just read the news. Who's on uh, first? Uh, so uh, Nick S- Summers writes this one. He uh, is from Gadget. Uh, and they write, we've known for some time that Microsoft wants to a- a- add Project X Cloud, its video game streaming technology, to Xbox Game Pass, a subscription service that offers a huge library for one monthly fee. Today, the c- c- company, right, I guess this p- past week, the, c- 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 the company has revealed exactly when that will happen. September. In a blog post, Xbox chief Phil Spencer explained that xCloud will be available at no additional cost for Game Pass Ultimate members. Hmm. I am stoked about this. I think this is a baller move uh, to have this be at no additional cost. Oh, man, like (laughs) I... Like I at least would have thought to have them be like, "Hey, we are upping the price to twenty bucks a month or however much," um, and yeah, it's just like five more, like five dollars more. But now you also get X Cloud. You can p- p- play on your phone. You can play on your tablet. Um, yet, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm super excited because. It's c- c- coming really soon and mm-hmm. at no additional cost. Yeah, I think no, that's going to be wild. Moves. Microsoft just doing moves. Like, they have all this time, especially Game Pass. The amount of games that you get with Game Pass, it's, again, it's one of the best deals in, in video games right now. Exactly. So, uh, so Microsoft c- kind of combining Xbox with Game Pass, it does make sense with how they've been doing stuff lately. But yeah, I mean, Xcloud is great from what, when I tried it out. So I'm glad that it, they are making it easier to actually get into it if they are combining it with Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. So you you did the one the uh, I, 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 iOS one, right? Yeah, the iOS test trial thing. Okay, I kind yeah, of and it worked really that. well. Stuff, man. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I I have not write it out but i i would absolutely be excited to try it mm-hmm. like using my, my, coming my, my laptop or something so coming up very soon indeed good stuff man it, it's good stuff. especially uh i mean maybe they will raise the price down the road but at, at least mm. for now yeah no additional cost especially like right before the new consoles yeah come out Ooh, man, <laughs> they will be printing money. 
That'd be great. Uh, speaking of not so great stuff, though, <laughs> uh, number four, Doctor Disrespect still has no idea why he was banned from Twitch. Uh, this is coming from Joe Scrubbles at IGN, who writes, Popular streamer guy Dr. Disrespect Beam says he still doesn't know the reasoning behind his ban from Twitch, but has confirmed he won't be returning to the platform, and clarified that he's not interested in an exclusive streaming partnership at this point. He says he's considering legal action against the platform. This is still one that just baffles me. Yeah. And it and the interviews themselves aren't helping that much. Or are they are helping actually to increase the mystery and the weirdness of the story. Yeah. Because he did several interviews with different people, different outlets, mm-hmm. and didn't really say much in any of those and then you add to that the fact that they all came out at the same time so it does kind of feel like it was kind of a publicity stand stunt but yeah well no, th- well what? I, I i i feel like he's c- c- come out to say that this is not a publicity stunt Mm. I think no i which has no two, I, but no i don't think that the the whole him getting banned I think that the way that the, oh, the that he the handled interviews. the interviews, like having gotcha. them hold, ha- like holding them to a specific time so that they all would come out at the same time, it did look or feel like a publicity stunt on, like him taking advantage of a bad situation, mm. like doing the best he can with the yeah, bad I mean, situation. He has he's a- business yeah. to run so to speak right and like as a video game player right i i, mm-hmm. I think he kind of understand how the news cycle works mm-hmm. of just like hey if if they're not watching me if they aren't doing that stuff if they aren't following my channel and subscribing they're going other places and so mm-hmm. if i'm not in the news cycle if i'm not talking to someone then they're not talking about me yeah right? I mean, props to him that he took such a a bad thing that happened to him, losing his, basically losing his job in a way, and taking that and making this, like, kind of like, turning it into his favor, on his favor. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, because Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely not a fan of Dr. Disrespect. But it's yeah, yeah, it's strange to me up. that that there's just no information. And yeah, Twitch I mean, is not speaking. <laughs> Doctor Disrespect is not being like, well, maybe it was this one thing, but I don't know. Yeah. That was like a month ago, you know. Well, uh, no one's speaking about it. No one's saying anything, exactly. which which makes it even weird. Like you would have heard exactly. rumors or someone come out and say something if he did something that was that bad, but no, no one's saying anything. Because I, I know, I think it was last week, they also uh, suspended Trump's <laughs> yeah. Twitch channel. And yeah, yeah it, it was only a two-week suspension because yeah. he was promoting hate speech mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, that happened around the same time. Um, 
which also happened shortly after all of the Black Lives Matter stuff, which Chowich had their own uh, misstep that they mm-hmm. they did this past week with that stuff too. Uh, they they put out this video uh, like in support of all right all of the Black Lives <laughs> Matter stuff, but there were no black people in there. There was like three of them. <laughs> And it, like it, it was just this weird thing of like you didn't run this by any black people, did you? Did you? And so like so, something like I feel like something weird is going on with Twitch to like have to put up with all of this stuff at once and figure out what to do, especially in the mm-hmm. midst of COVID. And like it's just it's hectic, and I don't know, something is up. Yeah, I don't know, man. This now has begun one of the great gaming mysteries that make life even more interesting. I want the no clip documentary? Yeah, damn it, it <laughs> happened there. Uh, so that wraps us up for the news. Let's jump on to our new and notable section. We had a Nintendo Direct Mini happen mm-hmm. uh, just this morning actually they kind of like stealthily put this yeah. out at midnight here <laughs> on the east coast of just like hey first thing bright and early will be a yeah. nintendo direct mini focusing on all of our partners and stuff like that so uh there's a few announcements here coming from that number one cadence of high role is going to be getting three dlc packs uh i don't know what that word is supposed to be in my notes uh but it is full of new characters songs story content and a season pass to get all of those things uh next up rogue company got a new trailer and is out in early access right now i think that's available on all platforms uh not just switch then the wwe 2k battlegrounds got a brand new trailer you guys are a fan of that might want to go check it out uh then shin megami tensei 3 nocturne is getting an hd remaster coming 2021 for both switch and ps4 uh, and then Shin Megami Tensei 5 is also coming 2021. Nasio, thoughts? Anything I mean, to say on this stuff? That's something that happened today. It sure is, Ignacio. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so for most of last week, rumors were floating around that we would get some Nintendo news this week and specifically on Monday. So everyone was hoping that Nintendo would finally, I don't know, show new stuff because we know we don't know about anything Nintendo from Nintendo that's coming out in the future. Yeah, we don't have any or, solid dates. Or at so least people, the like rumored plans of like, hey, it's Mario's thirty fifth birthday this yeah. year. Here's all the sunshine remastered on Switch, and here's this, and here like there's been nothing. You know, that, that's what everyone was hoping for. That This week we were going to finally get a, a confirmation that those games were are actually real and coming out. So then come yesterday midnight to see 
this, which first it is it was an a uh, mini direct, and that it was about their partners, and then it came out that it was going to be ten minutes long, and then we got this, which I mean, what we got DLC for Kittens of Hyrule, a game that I've never heard about, Bro Company. New footage for WWE 2K. Really uh, Shin Megami Tensei, which I know a lot of people actually are fans of that. So, um, <laughs> I mean, to, for them, I'm guessing it, it was a great time. Or they but got like, something I, great out of it. I feel like they could have... Like, the Rogue Company thing is not necessarily something that Nintendo needed to talk about since it's out mm. on all consoles, right? Yeah. Debuting a new trailer, I felt like the WWE 2K like account or whatever they have could have put that out themselves. Mm-hmm. The only things they really have is the Cadence of Hyrule stuff in Shin Megami Tensei, which maybe could have just been a tweet. Or well, they could honestly. have been part of something bigger. Right, yeah, or later. just like save it for a couple months months or however long and use it in something else yeah this was just weird i mean at at least we got something but i don't Mm. think this was enough to really make a splash yeah i mean even after these we don't know nothing that's coming from nintendo yeah we don't have any solid date for anything coming from nintendo of course we know breath of the wild 2 will come out eventually and metroid prime 4 but we don't have any solid dates for anything in the future of Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We've got Paper Mario to hold us down. Yeah. But next up, uh, Destiny, Destiny 2's Beyond Light expansion has been delayed to November. Uh, so if you guys were hoping for that one, I think it was originally slated to be out in September. I think you now have to wait two more months get all of that stuff uh marvel's avengers will host three beta weekends uh this coming month in august i think you have to pre order the game to get in at least on their first one yeah i think the first two are tied to pre-orders and then the last one is an open beta okay there you go uh and then last but not least Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming to Game Pass July 30th. Uh, cool. If I'm not mistaken, I think both are, uh, Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 are all coming to Xbox on that same date. I think I Zero, they were and, there. Well, Zero and Kiwami are on Game Pass, but I don't know if they've done a physical release or oh, a, okay. like an actual, like you can buy this on the store. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so then... Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 will now all be on Game Pass July 30th, which I'm excited for because I've only played Kiwami 1, so I would uh, love to dive into Kiwami 2. Yeah, no, you should play that. The these games. The Yakuza yeah, games are was good, man. Yeah, no, they're great, and I think Kiwami 2 might be one of the better Yakuza games. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, good stuff. Uh, last but not least, our last section here, let's get to the Upper Runners. 
So a Stadia Connect happened. It did? <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, we, I remember them announcing this thing, and then I completely forgot about, about yeah. it. Then and I, I didn't hear anyone ago. talking. Yeah. And it didn't seem like any real announcements happened, so... Mm. Yeah, not much. Poor Stadia. <laughs> Who knows? I can't remember what they talked about. Who knows? I mean, uh, I, they talked about Ubisoft games coming out on, on Stadia. They kind of implied that they were dead and day on Stadia, but they had enough wiggle room to for that to actually not be the the truth. Ubisoft seems to be the only publisher working with them. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Wild. not not much happened in the Stadia Connect. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two uh, it has been the biggest launch of 2020, and is the second biggest U.S. launch ever, only behind Spider-Man. Uh, currently, it is the third spot in the cumulative sales for 2020, behind Animal Crossing in the second spot, and Modern Warfare in number one. Ooh, that that one's a little bit of a surprising one for me. I knew well... all of Duty sells really well. I expected it to be up there, yeah. but I would have thought Animal Crossing would have taken that top spot. But well, I'm I guess not. It has to do with the rise of what's it called, Warzone. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in movie news. The Just Cause movie lands its director, Michael Douse, uh, who I believe directed Stuber and Coffee and Kareem on Netflix. Uh, also in TV news, Dragon's Dogma is getting an anime coming to Netflix this September. And cool. supposedly the Uncharted movie is about to be in production. I, yeah. I didn't add that one to the doc, but they're like yeah, about Tom to Ho start or something. Tom Holland uh, posted a picture on Instagram of the of one of the chairs of the for the actors. I think it said Nate, so it would have been his chair. So yeah, they pretty much confirmed that they started production on the Uncharted movie, which I think it it is the furthest it has gotten. The, yes, the this, movie. This is the furthest it's gotten, but it's yeah. been in development hell so long that when Mark Wahlberg was originally cast, he <laughs> was cast as Nate, and now yeah. he is cast as Sully. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll have to wait stuff. and see if it if if will ever come out. Yeah, I'll I'll believe it when I see it for that one. Yeah. And last but not least, Reggie Fizeme, good old Reginator, is now a strategic advisor for the indie publisher Rogue Games. I don't know how this affects his status on the GameStop board of directors or whatever he was on. He's also a teacher in some college. There you go. What am I saying? Something like that. But yeah, uh, Reggie so, yeah. is making moves. He is making doing moves things. In, he is... during his retirement strategically advising all sorts of people you know yeah good for him good, good for, for him. him uh but yeah that wraps us up for this week ignacio 
Yep. What are you excited to get into this week? Oh, more more ghost for yeah? sure. Yeah. Or ghost. I've I've so I've I've heard the game is well, I I guess I don't know exactly how long the game is. I think it was Brian Altano that said he was like 50, 60 hours in Jeez. and still hadn't beaten it, but he was also saying that he was just like exploring mm. stuff like that. So that yeah. might be the lot longer end of things. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm moving at a slower pace, going through all of the side missions. Indeed, yeah, I'm having a blast being a samurai. Mm-hmm. I yep. want to go back to Paper Mario, but I, I'm just, I'm feeling the call of the samurai. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. See what happens. It's a bit busy week for me this week, so see how far I get. Uh, Ignacio, where can they find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. That's my name. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. I know we don't do a video podcast yet for this show, but we do have a YouTube channel, and I think we're sitting at 79 subscribers still. Uh, so if you guys could uh, follow us on YouTube, that would be amazing. Uh, go follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the Whatnots. Use some help over there as well. Uh, yeah. Go do all that stuff. You guys know the deal. We will get out of here for now. This has been episode 34 of Crossplay. We will be back next week. Bye. Bye.